welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 2, one can't lose minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Amendes in the news. And I'm Preeti Chibber. Welcome back, Preeti. Thanks. So today we're going back to minute 23, which begins with the revelation that the Cubs have won the World Series against Miami. They've done it. And ends with uh, elderly geriatric Biff <laughs> saying, <laughs> a flying DeLorean? <laughs> um, I like that uh, the Cubs finally won the World Series and it was against a fictional team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, um, I, I think uh, I, I, it is bizarre that of all the things that this movie was trying to be prophetic about, it actually got incredibly close about the Cubs winning the World Series. <laughs> like, that is bizarre. It didn't get the team, you know, the fictional team right, because there is no Miami. But the fact that the Cubs actually made it to the World Series in 2015 is but, the most insane thing. But it, do you think it's because the Cubs are like, guys, we got to do it for the movie? I don't know. Are, do, are the Cubs just really big Back to the Future fans? Maybe. It is Maybe. written. Uh, it, they're like, this is our legacy. Yeah. So then so them losing the World Series last year probably means that they have like nothing left to live for now. Like the Cubs might as well hang it up because if they weren't, if they didn't win last World Series, they're never ever going to win ever. Because like the joke <laughs> of that movie was that it wasn't going to happen until 2015. Ugh. In 1989, because yeah, it's not even like it's not even like they're saying that the Cubs win and have been a winning team for a while because Terry says. Man, I wish I would have. I wish I would have known. It's unbelievable. I, I would have put money on the Cubbies. Odds were a hundred to one. Odds were a hundred to one. So, so this was the first year that they ever made it to the World Series, and they won. Um. So I guess whatever Marty changes later on about the future, that's one of the things that changed. <laughs> so, so the mascot for quote Florida bothers me because he looks like some sort of gator but he's where or, or maybe a, or maybe a dial but he looks maybe like a gator and but his hat seems to have the letter m on it for miami oh for miami okay yeah i right. was like for miami okay yeah i thought it was I thought, <laughs> miami okay, so, gator. and it's and it's got to be a gator because florida yeah, yeah. The miami <laughs> caymans <laughs> <laughs> The Miami Crocodile. The Miami Dials. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, interesting. I so I love that we have you on this minute, Preeti. <laughs> I love that we have you on this minute because it has always bothered me that this woman has no idea how to use a dust jacket. Oh my god! It's like. <sighs> It's just wrapped around the book. I like, wish it's like, and also really dust repellent paper. Dust repellent paper. Paper, paper is the, uh, <laughs> there are no words. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't really, my books don't really get 
dusty on the inside. I know. <laughs> and when you take a dust jacket off, all it means is that the book is just a paper overboard. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Which is a thing we've done for a long time. Who puts a dust jacket on a magazine? Who puts a dust jacket? Uh, yeah, that's some garbage. <laughs> like, it's also, not even a hardcover. Yeah. Also, this magazine, for covering 50 years of sports, is tiny. Very, very small. It Which means that the print like must be dense. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He needs, like, a really... 50 years is a long time. 50 years of all sports statistics? Uh, like, that's... No way. Why not 30? Yeah, it's just a weird amount of time. It's probably because, it's probably because, uh, it was probably 30 or something in the original, in the 67 draft, you know? Like back when, back when, when this movie was about them going back to 1967 instead of returning to 1955, it was probably a shorter amount of time in the Almanac, but. I just think it's weird. Do you think it's on purpose that the prop people didn't wrap the jacket around the cover? Or 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 was it just was it just prop people being lazy? I feel like I just don't understand why that was the line they went with. Like, I don't know. Why wouldn't you be like, yeah, books are antiquated. That makes more sense than like this is this is a dust, dust jacket. Jackets. <laughs> Primitive and if you're interested in dust, <laughs> it's the greatest <laughs> transition. Like, By the way. Who's, who would be interested in dust? Like, who cares? Yeah. If And especially, like, great paper's dust repe- repellent. Is everything dust repellent? Because otherwise you still need something to get rid of dust. Yeah, I don't know. What, how called what? a dust buster. Like, is all paper just laminated in, in, in the future? I know, right? <laughs> what does dust repellent mean? Also, can you imagine having to read a laminated book? Yeah, just like everything oh, in like the sun. That would be so terrible. Oh, man. That's, uh, yeah. I, I just, I, I like that. I like how portable the almanac is for like prop purposes throughout yeah. the movie. But it. It makes no sense. That thing should be the size of a of a phone book. Like, I've always thought that it looked like something you would get at a book fair in like elementary school. <laughs> yes, it does very much look like a scholastic edition. Yeah, like yeah. it's like a sports almanac and then it's like all pictures. <laughs> <laughs> and I love like Marty's whole like never gonna lose or whatever yeah. that line is. Like Yeah. I can never lose. I he's can so, never lose. He's so and you're like, how how have you die. not like gone through life without learning Murphy's Law, kid? <laughs> like, don't tempt fate. You lived through a one-time travel adventure. Also, I can never lose. Let's go ahead and let's just talk about let's talk about the butterfly effect because <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's got to be some kind of cause and effect to the fact that. Regardless of who's doing it, whether it's him or or Biff, but like especially Biff, because like Marty, it seemed like Marty didn't really want to change anything so much as just line his pockets a little. Yeah, yeah. To just reap the benefits of knowledge. Right, but Biff, when he does it, he changes everything. There's no way that would not affect 
the sports statistics in that almanac. Yeah. The amount of, of, of stuff that he changes later on, like there's just – there's no way that that almanac is still winning him stuff. Like uh, things would be way too different. Way yeah. too different. Yeah. Maybe at some at, point at he actually point. stopped relying on the almanac for making him money. Maybe after a while it was just being, you know, Donald Trump. Yeah, maybe. That's total. I guess that's true. But uh, yeah, it's so weird. So weird. Um, so Doc comes to pick, and okay, so there's the oh. moment where Doc like opens up his door and is like, "Don't worry, I'll turn around and park and do this." I was like, this one little scene is like the 1967 draft, like stretched out. <laughs> yeah, <into>. yeah. <laughs> what what are you gonna pay for that with? Oh, we don't have yeah. that. Go to an ATM. This is what yeah. ATMs look like now, by the way. <laughs> okay, you have your cash. Now go to the thing. Like, <laughs> well, I love, I love it because he's just like Marty. Marty, look at me. Look at me. <laughs> but hey. now I'm gonna park over there. Hey, I'm, I'm. I just wanted you to look at me over here so I could tell okay. you I'm going to park over there. Like, so take away the hover car. Imagine if you're like at your part. You're like standing at a curb. Your friend drives up, car running, opens the door fully, and, like, yells at you, like, hey, I'm going to go park. <laughs> like, cool. Anyway. <laughs> and I'm going to park right next to you, which I guess I could have just talked to you after I, I parked just next done that, to you. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. It's ridiculous. I love it though. <laughs> it's a, it's kind of Dog's most grandpa move, like yeah. waving Marty over. He just he's he's a proud man, and he just he just wants Marty to look at him. <laughs> he's a proud Mary. Hey, look at me! Look at I'm driving. <laughs> look at me! The door's open. I'm flying. Look at me! <laughs> I should be dead. <laughs> I should be dead twice over. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's pretty great. I I do want to point out something um, that a uh, a listener wrote in to us about. Oh, Mentioned good. that um, Marty, <laughs> Marty. Uh, so so okay. So we follow Marty pretty continuously. Sure. From. When he arrives at the Enchantment Under the Sea dance in part one, mm-hmm. this comes from this comes from Kevin uh, on the website from uh, the Enchantment Under the Sea dance in part one. Well, really, not arrival, but like when he um, when he when he arrives at the uh, after after getting changed after the Enchantment Under the Sea dance, and he arrives to meet Doc by the clock tower. Mm-hmm. So from there until he's knocked out. By Biff's gang in front of the casino. Oh yeah, like, like 15, 20 minutes from now. And I don't imagine between that time, like it's. I don't think they. <laughs> the point is that Marty hasn't showered. <laughs> hey, wait! He fell in that fountain. Oh, yeah. he fell in that fountain. And he That's got true. air. He fell in the fountain and got air dried. So he's bathed okay. about as often as like a dog would bathe. <laughs> yeah. He's a teenage boy. Is that not wrong? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I'm right, worried about the amount right. of sleep he's gotten. That's yeah. Well, we get we get a solution to that at the beginning of part three, actually. Okay. Um, 
But uh, yeah, no, he doesn't sleep at all between um, between part one and part two. I, I think about that a lot in movies. Like I was watching the second time that I saw Civil War, I I noticed that it was it's one of the or you know oh no no you know a movie it's really apparent in and but it's in a movie I love but in Force Awakens, like I I I was watching it and I don't think there's ever a a moment in the movie where the characters aren't advancing the plot. Like Oh yeah, there's no downtime. No. Yeah. And I was like, when did they sleep or right. like go to the bathroom? Because like they don't change clothes, but that's any movie. But yeah. that's like, but that's true in uh, A New Hope too. Yeah. But there's a lot of downtime on the ships that we don't see while they're flying through space. I that's feel like true. I know they they want us to think that it takes like three minutes to get from planet to planet. Yeah. Right. Oh my god! Imagine like a deleted scene. Imagine like a deleted scene where Ray stumbles upon like Leia's old room or like Han and Leia's. Oh, old room. stop! Oh my gosh! I want to see. That, I don't think they have rooms on the Falcon. I, it just looks like bunks. Yeah, they just sleep in that one little cubby that Chewie's always lying. Yeah, they just take turns. <laughs> and it's, oh, always, no, no, it's, really... little, it's always a little damp. The show that it's always really apparent on, it's like the ongoing joke about that show is 24, how no one uses the bathroom oh, yeah. in 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, there's well, a part... <laughs> pretty people don't use the bathroom. No, yeah, never. That's true. <laughs> because they shed that would their be dis- waste from their Because skin. that would be disgusting. They just that's disgusting. They, they just run, and then it just it just evaporates out of their body. Yep. My favorite... My favorite thing in it's mostly like network television is people talking about going to the bathroom or like eating, and it's the most unnatural I will ever see them. <laughs> I sure love this burger. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, there's nothing. You know what? If you watch like Korean television, there's nothing better than watching Korean television because of like the, the, all of the food scenes. Like, every drama will have crazy, like, table settings of delicious food, and everybody just loves it and just eats it so naturally. (laughs) And I get so hungry and so jealous because it's, like, the opposite of, like, American TV where it's like, oh, let me take a bite of this thing. Well, it's like that. It's funny because it's it's like that in uh, anime too. Yeah, like, it's very similar. Oh man, I uh, there is nothing that gives me more joy than watching anime characters eat bread. Like oh. they'll just like have just like a big loaf of bread, and they'll just be like just mowing down like, on a piece noodle. Of bread. Yeah, and they're like slurping noodles. I'm like, oh, I want to do that. Yeah. I want to eat that now. Yeah, I know. That's yeah, so pro- a pro- protagonists in anime series like. That tend to like go. I'm thinking about like Goku or like Sailor Moon or like Ash or like yeah. all the Studio Ghibli movies. Yeah, like the breakfasts in Howl's Moving Castle. Good God! Oh yeah, no. Miyazaki always animates like really delicious looking food. Really delicious looking food. Mm-hmm. Oh. So. Weird that we went to food because there's no food in this minute. But there is no there's, food. In this there's minute. really no food in these movies. <laughs> No, no, Except no. There's food there later on. Food. Come on. Rehydrate. They're going to rehydrate a pizza. Oh, that's true. Yeah, there's going to be food later on. It's not going to uh, look good, though. There's a lot of Pepsi. There's a lot of soda. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of, there's a lot of soda. <laughs> um, 
yeah, that's uh, that's all I have for this minute. Yeah, me too. Same. All right. Well, uh, we will be back. Well, Nick and I will be back t- tomorrow. Uh, Preeti, do we have to say goodbye to you? We have to say goodbye to me, unfortunately. As much as I want to talk about the next two minutes, because I was telling Scott earlier, they make me so anxious. It's like... I get, like, legit, for, like, a Back to the Future movie especially, because I know all of the badness that's coming, and -hmm. it's that build of, like, I'm like, no, Biff, no, 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 Biff's right there, he's right there. Yeah. I I sort of, actually, no, it's probably good, because I also sort of really hate it. (laughs) It, like, makes my skin crawl. What is, uh, what, do you remember the first time that you saw Back to the Future Part 2? And, and what you thought of it, like, compared to the first one, or? I don't. Like, I can't remember seeing any of them for the first time. I just remember, it's like, I think we talked about this last time. It's like Star Wars Mm -hmm. where they've all always been there. But I will say, two is my least favorite. I love one and three so much. Yeah. I think, I honestly, I was thinking about this today. I think the reason that one and three are so good is because they don't have a villain. Yeah. They're They're just like... Adventures. Doc and Marty. They're yeah, adventures. they're adventures where Doc and Marty are causing trouble for 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 themselves. Right. And and Biff or different iterations of Biff are an antagonist. But they're not but, the main bad guy. But they're not a villain. They're not an active villain. Yeah, Whereas like, in this, he's an active like super villain. Yeah, and it's like Doctor Robotnik or something where you're like, yeah. I can't do anything to help you fa- like beat this guy. I just have to watch you. Right. Oh, right. it's so stressful. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's almost more like in in one and three, Biff is like an agent of time. You mm-hmm. know? Like yeah. He, He's, he's almost, just another situation that they have to get out of. Yeah, like right. he's as much of a as as like a challenge as much as like oh like the thing won't turn on or like the lightning's about right, to strike. Exactly. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I'm with so. you. That does make sense, and I don't like to be anxious. Yeah, he's like a, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> he's like a normal. He he's like a normal human b- bad guy. Yeah. Like, oh, we've all known a Biff or like someone who like kind of reminds us of Biff sometimes. You know? Right. He's he's a bully in, in the first one, and then he's an old West bully in the, in third, the third one. one. And then in but in this one he's a super villain. He's like <laughs> a super like megalomaniacal like how do you it's just like, so I mean, like, he, he gets he, superpowers because he gets time travel and but you know it, And you don't want him to get time travel. No. It's too much. Yeah, it's he's just Donald. I mean, you know, there's been some like off the record, like soft confirmation, but you know, he's he's Donald Trump. He's just oh like, yeah, he's basically Donald Trump, and that's also why I'm like having a lot of anxiety. I think. Oh that's yeah, fair. <laughs> it's like oh, that's fair. Um. All right. Well, uh, Preeti, thanks for joining us for the first half of this week. Thanks for having me. We'll have to have you back for part three. Absolutely. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> definitely um so we will nick and i will be back tomorrow with minute 24 in the meantime you can go to our website duelinggenre.com uh where you can check out all of our other podcasts the doctor's companion or doctor who podcast we do with cassandra frederickson and geek by night our original audio drama about comic nerds who get superpowers and struggle to become superheroes while also dealing with the transition from going from your 20s into your 30s and responsibility and all that stuff. Um, so 
there's that. So go check that those out. And also you can check out our Patreon page at duelinggenre.com slash support where we're trying to get back to the future minute. No roads edition off the ground, which is going to be our weekend edition of this podcast where we answer your emails uh, and talk about general back to the future stuff with with uh, special guests and things like that. So uh, make sure that you uh, try and uh, support us on Patreon so that we can get that going. And if you want to email us now, you can do that at contact at backtothefutureminute.com. And you should always check out the other podcasts in the Minute family, Star Wars Minute, Indiana Jones Minute, Jaws Minute, Wrath of Khan Minute. There's a lot of Minute podcasts now. Uh, and, of course, uh, always check out Preethi on the O Comics podcast, dumb3panels.net. Yes. Come say hi. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, we will talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.